There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat and four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corn, or beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing! Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. There you go. Thank you, Silence the Voice. Uh, on Monday, the day after. Cardinal fan, you got a lot to be proud of. That was fun yesterday. That was fun. And, that's a, and I loved the J.J. Watt mentality as he walked off the field and said, this was expected, not a surprise. Yeah. And uh, that's the type of attitude the Cardinals need. Now, I don't know that J.J. Watt comes in here with all sorts of uh, success accolades outside of individual because the teams he's always been on have been expected to do great Three things. Times. And, well, they've failed. Defensive well, look, he's year. great individually. I'm just saying. Oh, that's your it's point. Not like he's, it's not sorry. like he's bringing team yeah, championships yeah. over. Uh, he's been on a team that's been expected to win all of it. And, and now you got both sides of it. you got Chandler Jones on the one that side. That was amazing. Did you see Taylor? Taylor was mad. Did you see Luan's uh, tweet yeah. at the end? He thank said, you. "Thank you for exposing me, Chandler Jones. I have to work hard." Props to that guy. Yeah, that was a made him look foolish. Hey, Chandler Jones was a monster yesterday. That was amazing. And that Titans team is one of the Super Bowl contenders in the AFC. Yep. Not spent all that money. Got some defense. Their defense looked bad. Offense with Julio Jones Eric and AJ Henry Brown did nothing. Nothing. Cardinals flat out waxed them. And uh, that's, you know, there's a, there's a lot of smiles right now in Cardinal land because everything that they've wanted to happen has happened. Now, I don't know what's going on with Cliff Kingsbury's eyes. I think he's got that Bob Costa Sochi pink eye. Uh-oh. In his postgame, he... He's just not sleeping. He doesn't look like he slept since maybe <laughs> first Bush administration. He's ha- he needs a nap. Somebody let him have Tuesday. The assistant coaches, you know, let him have a nap. For two hours. And don't knock on his door. Just leave him be. No texting, nothing. You got that big, beautiful house, Cliff. We all saw it during the draft. It's, lay down, have a nice nap because he looks dangerous. We've got your guy, Visine. Yeah. Yeah, Visine has got to get Cliff Kingsbury on there. The hot seat thing is working on him because his eyes are about to pop out. But yeah, that Cardinal team, that was impressive. Well done. Big win. Didn't expect that one. My Steelers coming back and beating the Bills. Didn't expect that one. The Bungles taking care of the Vikings. That was an upset. Uh, the Browns. Here's the fun thing for me yesterday. <laughs> the Browns are really good. And they're still the Browns. <laughs> they're really good. And they'll still lose the game. Oh, my God. That was awesome. How can you be that talented? And then you and just still manage to still be the Browns. Yeah. on three plays and he beats you. They managed to both step up. Their skill level, their roster's amazing, and their and their uh, quality play, and still managed to be the Cleveland Browns. Did you see the stat? I'm, I'm sure you know it because you know the Browns. Oh, one one twenty one and one. Yeah. In openers since they came back into the last league. win on uh, on opening day for the Browns. Outstanding. Two thousand four against Kyle Bo- Kyle Bowler and the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, and I Jeff knew Garcia. You'd know what yeah. Day oh, it was. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. 2004, their last one. But the other, the one was the, was tie, the tie against the Steelers. Yeah, right. 20 to 20, about, right. uh, that'd be six years ago. And that was a good three and a half quarters, hilarious. guys. Hilarious. Brett, as bad as you have it, you're not 121 and one. <laughs> yeah. Openers. We're working on it. Can you believe that? That's They're true. We're working on it. We're working on your own yeah. stat. <laughs> yeah, the Bears are 
Oh, Andy Dalton looked better than you thought. Just saw, I was laughing because we just talked about it on Yahoo. Just saw a stat. Matt Nagy and Andy Dalton gave the Bears no chance to win against <laughs> Matt the Matt Nagy Rams. was the problem. That's the headline. Andy Dalton did. Dalton wasn't I that he bad. Was, he was okay. That first oh, quarter no. when I first texted First quarter was, you, yeah, he, he wasn't was looking anybody No, no, off. no, he wasn't. That was another bet I won good on, which was the uh, – First drive result. And this yeah. is where you can get to be a DJ. So good you did it twice. Yeah, yeah. So the first drive result was uh, it has to end in a, a field goal, touchdown, or punt, or any other. And I'm like, the Bears have the ball first? Any other is the answer. Andy Dalton's going to throw an interception. Now, they started to work their way down the field, and I'm like, he's not doing it. But you know when Andy throws his good interceptions, it's down there in the end zone. And sure enough, tipped, picked, and I walked away with a bunch of cash. <laughs> But then you did it again because the second yeah. drive you did the same thing. Well, no, the, the second drive. No, second drive. Uh, did that that's what peter you out too? It. Yeah, maybe I did. I two straight drives. I you said it. that was another. Oh no, because you you bet like you got. You oh no, that's right. Oh yeah, because it, like it ended because they went on on fourth down yep. or something and failed. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I did that one. wasn't nearly as good a bet. First one was really <laughs> super Fandu, memorable. Fanduel learned from yeah. the first oh, drive. Andy Dalton has the ball. Any other's going to win all the time. Any other? If you'd have gone on every drive for the Bears, any other, like <laughs> you'd have won four or five times, right. you'd have won because they didn't punt or kick a field goal on fourth and fifteen. That is a terrible, terribly coached team. Uh, this guy says, "Yeah, you talk about all your winners from Caesars to MGM to DraftKings. I lost almost twenty bets yesterday. I won once. I'm only down 150 bucks. First week games are a coin toss." <laughs> Not for everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did pick plays. Yeah, it was uh, pretty great. Uh, this one says uh, I used the free bets on MGM, uh, so I bet without caring. And unfortunately, I'm Arizona born and raised, so I went heavy Cardinals. Turned my free fifty into five grand. Thank you, Cardinals. Wow, Ooh, couldn't nice. believe what they did. And I still uh, won't put my bank info in. Now I have to. I have five thousand dollars to play with whole season Cardinals because you just did it through their account, right. I guess. How, oh, so you just sure. deposit money and then they don't have access? I don't know how oh, it works. Well, you can do it from a credit card, oh. so that way they don't have your your bank. Yeah, account. PayPal too because yeah. I did yeah, this through PayPal. PayPal. Seems dumb. PayPal would be smart because yeah. then they wouldn't have any access yeah. to anything. It was fun. It it did make it kind of to be a fun thing. I watched my Steelers. It really was. Didn't check my FanDuel once. I had a couple. I had. Chase, Cl- oh Pat Fryermuth, my uh, Steelers tight end, uh, rookie tight end. Ooh. I had him uh, catching the first. He's going to catch touchdowns. If you're a fantasy football guy, you don't have Fryermuth. Just when it gets going, when they start using him more, this dude never drops a ball. He's amazing. His whole time at Penn State, he didn't drop a pass in the red zone the entire time. Wow! So he's he's a steal. So I had him to catch the Steelers' first touchdown. Fryermuth, and he did Fryermuth, <laughs> and uh, that would have been that would have been a hefty payout. He was hard to find on the list. I'm like, Fryermuth's the guy. They're going to go red zone heavy with him, wasn't it? Uh, but yeah, so the gambling thing was fun. I had a few good ones. And then, of course, you get the girl side. You bet not like money. You bet not like I'm like, oh, I could just hit this one. How much? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You don't like this. You don't need to know when we win. Did you get any hassle? It's all negative Nancy. No, she's, she, was, she was just too busy screaming at Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, on TV which, again, another great which moment. Which is great. Unraveling. Watching Shalane Woodley's boyfriend crap the bed oh, was man. awesome. She was pissed. I love watching. And I'm just snickering the whole time. He is the LeBron James. I'll curl my hair as long as your hair. I am. Uh, We're gonna be twins. Don't I, you have football practice? <laughs> no, I can show up when I want. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is LeBron James of of football because he says terribly stupid things and nobody ever calls him out on. It. He before the game he started to talk about, hey, they drafted my replacement a while ago. Why don't they replace me with him? Basically saying my teammate's not as good. The reason they, they don't play him is because he's not as good as me. Is this arrogant, weird thing. His coach at the end of the game was like, I'm embarrassed. That was an embarrassing loss. It's the first time an MVP has come back the next year is the lowest amount of points an offense has put up with an MVP quarterback coming off his MVP season. They had three points. Y.A. Tittle is the next guy with seven. And that was back before they you know had any offense at all. It was just mashing leather heads together. I'd love to see Lafleur say, "All right, fine, f you." Then we'll just uh, we'll just right. put him in next week. But I did in the fourth the quarter, it. yeah. But you can't. If it's no, I know you can't. City would destroy him, <laughs> and he'll come back and have a five touchdown game and do that little wink and smirk. We're back. He'll be hosting Jeopardy before you know it. If he keeps that up, and that was man bun, awesome. And man bun, what is he doing? You know, his brother was the Bachelor. Oh, oh really? You know, yeah, no, I know. Uh, uh, Can't stand him. Jordan Rogers. The whole family hates yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> they went back for uh, hometown. It's called hometown when the you know the final three. They all go to the hometown, 
And uh, Jordan took everybody back, and they're like, your famous brother and stuff. And he's like, but there's a strange relationship between the family. Everybody in the family, like, they didn't really talk about it, but they're like, Aaron's kind of a dick. Without saying so, it's like he doesn't talk to any of us here because Aaron's sort of a dick. Doing his own thing. It's great. And they've since had photos together, but they're not happy. Jordan's much better looking than than is that bug-eyed man bun. I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. And I like Packer fans are decent, nice people. I should live with one. They are, actually. They really are. That's a, When we're at the Super Bowl and they won, they're shaking, hey, hell of a team, great franchise. Uh, we're just proud to be in the game, but to beat a team like yours. I'm like, holy cow, guys, we're just fans. Throw a drink at me. Do something stupid. This is... <laughs> They were incredibly nice, but, man, to support Aaron Rodgers is not easy. Uh, anyway, stop betting, everyone. What? Why? Yeah, that just calm down. That's all I'm saying. It's the, the, Until Sunday, I'm saying. It's still Thursday. No, so, yeah, it's all <laughs> Thursday. Right. Nah, this is a Rest and research. Raiders, Ravens. Yeah, don't bet on this one. Yeah. Take your wins and rest easy. Yeah, that Kyler Murray, though, he, I don't think he's going to have it as easy as he did yesterday. They what about were, that Willie Mays throw to... To Kirk, oh, a couple man, that of was that. amazing. Kirk's catch, yeah. I mean, there was some. I hate stuff. the Cardinals, but I was yeah. like, even now, I'm, and I'm like, okay. Just all seeing right. highlights of it, I'm like, he had all day to throw the ball, and the Titans went out and spent money. They got Bud Dupree, and they got pass rushers, and they did nothing. And then that run around, and then stop. Yeah, back up two steps yeah. and yeah. throw it. He's like, Webster special. I just worry don't, that don't get him injured. He's one hit away. Don't get him he's injured. So little. I owe a guy money. From the uh, uh, heat stroke open from a couple years ago because I said Kyler Murray lasts seven games. He's going to get broken in half in seven games. That's like a $500 bet that he didn't finish the season. Guy's never missed a game. <laughs> Nobody can find that little fella. Once they do, though. Uh, I got to read this because uh, these are good. Uh, this one says, John, long-time listener, first-time emailer, currently deployed in the Middle East. I wanted to say thank you for a great show. The whole shop out here listens. Brady, Brett, Toledo. Uh, we're working with people from all over the world and wanted to tell you guys, you're getting more and more listeners every day. Thanks again. You're making this deployment a little more like home. Uh, P.S. Your app is horrible. Thanks, Gabriel. Gabriel Gabriel <laughs> Gonzalez. Thank you, Gabriel. We know. We're aware of it. They spent a lot of money on it to make it really, really unusual or unusable. Uh, and this guy says, John, I always uh, hear you say when someone says don't share their name online. Uh, and I hope you take it seriously this time. Well, don't worry about it, Sean. I've got this. <laughs> I went through Sex Addicts Anonymous with James Hetfield uh, over a year. <laughs> I, think you're, I think that's the whole purpose of the anonymous, isn't it? <laughs> there that goes. If you Google, uh, you'll find the location where we went. I know you don't believe or appear to believe in sex addiction. Well, I believe it. I just happen to like it. Uh, but uh, James and I were in the program for over a year, three, four times a week. Because it it says his full name like three times and Uh. bouncing over it. Sex addiction is very real. Let's just leave it at that. (laughs) That's proof is that the lead singer Metallica did it too. Well, Sean, your secret's safe with me. Thanks for emailing. (laughs) I've got probably 12 letters in my history uh, at this show and two people that I've met personally who have all been to rehab with James Hetfield. And the anonymous part goes right out the window when you go with somebody like James Hetfield. So it's no secret that James Hetfield somehow or another did rehab here in town. I thought that was the biggest tenant that you're supposed to keep everybody's secret. (laughs) Right-o. I have a comedian friend who talks about his rehab quite a lot and then goes down the laundry list of who's at his Who is in it? Yeah. I got Ringo. I got this guy. I got. I'm like, oh my god! You're you're going for the celebrity. It seems like a great place to meet celebrities. You just can't ask for autographs. Take a couple pictures. My uh, buddy of mine from high school, his dad went through rehab. He was pretty good about it because he kept talking about his friend Eric. Eric, and he's like, I, I, one day I hope you get to meet him once we get better in this thing. He's a mu- musician. I think you'd find him pretty cool. It was Eric Clapton. <laughs> yeah, everybody, wow. everybody goes to part of that stuff with a celebrity. You end up finding out who it is. Don't tell anybody. I'm telling everybody that I went to rehab with blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, okay. Well, what does Hetfield do in the meetings? I'd appreciate it if you guys would keep my name yeah. out of everything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like sex. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. 
Off to sexy, sexy land. All right, James, that's enough. <laughs> I can imagine James went to sex rehab. He was Metallica. If you didn't take advantage of all the sex He's in a job you, that requires it. You f- up being the lead singer of Metallica, if you didn't go through a phase where you're like, I got to stop having so much sex. I mean, you completely... F- My dick's uh, broke. Yeah. I, I got to go to sex rehab. I have maxed out at sex. Yes, of course. And I'm proud of you for doing it. Proud of you. If you're the lead singer of probably the best rock band of the last 40 years, and you did not end up in sex rehab, you blew it! <laughs> <laughs> it's a failure to be the lead singer of a band that successful and say, I kept it to a single little lady. What is wrong with you? I didn't like sex that much. My wife and I, pff, last blowjob I had was the day we got married. You're James Hetfield. Dudes will blow you. That's Even John cool. Popper says, come on, it's easy. <laughs> John Popper, the blues traveler guy's hips broke from all the sex he had. Lyle Lovett Keeps married Julia Roberts, for God's sakes. When you're a singer and you have success and you don't go to sex rehab, you f- up. The whole reason you got involved in the whole band thing. That's it. It's the only reason you're like, I want to be a lead singer in a band. Why? Oh, I like to sing to people and then... You know, meet a special lady and settle down and not... Nope. That's the purpose of it. That's why we admire them. Athletes are the same. If you're the quarter... If you're Tom... Tom Brady got a a supermodel wife that makes twice as much as him, so he's the exception to the rule. But you want Leonardo DiCaprio stories. Like, you're Leonardo DiCaprio. Take advantage of it until you can't anymore. And he's done that. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. on Brady. so many yachts. Boats and hoes is exactly right. I know, I know, ladies, but it keeps them from being jerks later. Because what James Hetfield did was get married and continue to be the lead singer of Metallica, and now it looks terrible. You got a family back home, and you're still James Hetfield, the road guy. The Tiger Woods thing. No one ever understood why he got married and had kids, except the psyche of it all was. He wanted to be a normal person. He was not normal. There's nothing about his life that we could relate to in any way, shape, or form. And he wanted to be relatable. So he went and got a family. Well, he got he, the he kids. He didn't want to lose Elon. Once he meant that, he's like, I got to keep that. <laughs> well, right. Elon was a great representation yeah. of what life could yep. look like for him. And it made sense. But in his world, it doesn't make sense because you're just going to end up doing dumb things. And he did. And he knew about that world before. He too. tried. He was trying early to training. It. Oh, his dad did it. Yeah. And his dad wasn't even famous. But it's it's uh, inescapable to have that kind of notoriety and then try to be normal by our standards. To try to be Toledo, but <laughs> live the life of Tiger Woods. There's a dichotomy there. Somewhere in the middle, you're going to make tons of mistakes, <laughs> and then everybody's going to think you're a dick. We're all kind of dicks. And speaking of, the whole Trevor Bauer thing starting to come out in his favor. Did you see the girls' testimony? If that's true, why did they suspend him for the rest well, of the year? Well, they do because baseball's worried about like, the, Let's the not news. Get into that. Oh. But there were texts from her that said, I want this rough and I want you to give it to me rough and you're going to do this, this, and this and I want piss on me and all this other stuff. And the guy's like, I was just following instructions. <laughs> like he did what she was begging for and there's texts and voicemails and all sorts of stuff. And. He's still screwed, though, regardless if that's what uh, yeah. she asked for. He's still screwed. Yeah. And, and that was the funny part. I was with a friend of mine, and we were talking about it. And it's like she's begging for him to hit her on text. And, like, I want this so rough. I want, you know, I want to be thrown. I want to get punched. I want to get peed on. Don't you think if I hit her, yeah. I might leave her? And what, as it turns out, what he should have texted back was, yeah, never. I'm going to make love to you sweet and slow. <laughs> I'm never going to be that. such a goddamn gentleman. It hurts. I'm going to light candles and take you to dinner. You'll see. I don't want that. I want to get punched. I want things stuffed in my body that don't fit. I want a cheese grater across my back. Never. I'm going to perform oral sex slowly until you're satisfied and ask you how it was. And perhaps caress your breasts and give you a back massage before any sort of sexual activity, which will be very slow and missionary only. I'm going to make love to you, woman, with boys to men in the background. 
Nah, I don't want it. What's like he supposed you to do? To. You get those texts, yeah. <laughs> you get, and that was that was what people wanted him to do. And but he's got this chick texting him like, "Punch me." I mean, square in the square in the box. Hit it hard like a crash test dummy car into a wall. No, I may gently caress it, but I will not do what you're asking. The lights will be low. The music will be beautiful. We'll have sheets over the lamps. There'll be a candle burning, and it will smell of bourbon and sugar. It I went wrong after the... Like uh, yeah. <laughs> and then after that, all of a sudden, who's the band that does, shower me with your... I like his. I like I Can Love You Like That, because it's low level. <laughs> I can love you like that. I can give you my... Punch me in the box. <laughs> no. Give things. I like that. Yeah, this it just doesn't make any sense, because I was reading about that this week, and I'm like, hey... She doesn't have much right to the he got a little rough with me after what I've been reading. Maybe he did get a little rough for her taste, but she kind of entered into the It's like Evander Holyfield saying Belfort was a little rough on me. It's like you kind of entered in knowing what, what was coming, right? This was a boxing match. You, you set up the rules. Not the face, though. All right. Well, that wasn't clear in the – they had a safe word. I mean, you start reading about it, and it's like this girl was – she was a professional. She knew how to play. But he's not going to be able to play for the rest of the no. season because his – and that's the thing. His sex capades got loose into the media, and it looks terrible. Any man doing that to a woman yep. publicly, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to fly. You know. And then I'm watching all this stuff this weekend, and I'm like, you know – actually, Megan's the one who brought it up, which is a great point. It's like, all we do right now is act woke towards any man misbehaving. Towards a woman, you, you get woke about, you know, mistreatment of this, mistreatment of that. Treat us equal, treat us like that. And she goes, but look at that ring. And there were four Triller girls, just brand new cans up to their clavicle, and all of it was pushed up. The facial surgery to look pretty by, by their standard was in the close to hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I'm like, yeah, all it is is look at all my new toys, look at my face, and do not look at me. That's the rules we have to live by now. Don't you dare look at me in a way that says you're admiring what I paid to put on as a show. Because if you do, you're I'm not doing you're that. Back, yeah, that. I'm not doing it for that. I'm, I'm doing it for myself. I'm like, okay, then what's with the, uh, Megan Fox last night at the VMAs? Oh, we man. just looked at pictures of that. There's a shot of her as she's walking on the red carpet. Her, can, she's in a bikini, and this like sheer thing that barely covers. I mean, it, she looks great. Uh, and then there's this moment where they're taking pictures, and she looks down to make sure her hair isn't covering her boobs. And she brushes it over her shoulder and then puts one around the edge and then pushes her chest out. And I'm like, okay. But God don't, bless her. But don't. Don't bring it up. And she's not to be sexualized. And then if you watch the VMAs, all this woke culture, all this nonsense that's going on. And the VMAs, Doja Cat had a butt plug in. That was what she hosted in. I don't think she had any clothes on. And then she came out dressed as like, she was crazy. I watched little bits and pieces of it. Every single woman on that stage was in a thong, and their ass was the star of their performance. Turn around. One girl did a new thing I've never seen before. She laid down on her stomach and lifted her butt. I don't know who she was. And she could make each ass cheek dance the way Arnold used to make his chest bounce. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm with you, Brad. It was a-, <laughs> a glute bounce? Damn. It was individual twerking. Like, each cheek twerked. There's Megan Fox at the VMAs last night. And, and then I mean, with that douche. What was yeah, what was the <laughs> deal between him and, and Conor McGregor? Did like, they fight? Two, two he threw a drink into the crowd. Oh, oh, I thought they fought. Like oh, McGregor maybe. went after him. I know him. McGregor was uh crossing the stage and he chucked a drink at some McGregor did? Yeah. A at, proper twelve? At, at Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly, yeah. Oh, was it at Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah. I didn't see any. Apparently, apparently they're, they're beefing John. <laughs> MTV does that on purpose. MTV's yeah. had beef. It's the old... Uh, who was it? Uh, Eminem had... Who was he beefing oh, with? And they, they uh, always did it at the MTV Awards and never anywhere else, which tells me it's all staged. Then before that, it was... Uh, way back, it was Vince Neil and yep. uh, Axl Rose. Axl Rose and, and yeah. Vince, and they'd have actual beefs at the yep. VMA and then nowhere else. <laughs> but yeah... Uh, Megan uh, Fox looks a little like a Kardashian now in the face. What she's is got that the, dark the hair. The Kardashians and everybody going for bad boys now. And she's got the Travis Scott. Uh, what's his name? Travis Parker. Bickle. 
Yeah, Travis. Good. Taxi driver. Bickle. Barker. Yeah. yeah. I like Bickle better. I like Travis Bickle. I wish, I wish someone would have brought Travis Bickle to the VMAs. I don't know. You looking at me? You looking at me, Machine Gun Kelly? Perfect for De Niro Time for the De Niro double, double Down. We're going to do the De Niro Double Down later. You looking at me? Huh? Huh? I'm Chief De Niro. Chief De Niro Double Down. Italian Indian. But she looked amazing, and uh, we're not supposed to look. You know what? Another thing I can't I, – I had a discussion with a friend of mine yesterday watching the Chiefs game. We're days – and I don't even want to bring it up because it will maybe spark it. Jinx it? No. Watching the Chiefs game yesterday and everything, I'm like, there's going to be a small group of people that are going to turn their heads towards the, oh, that's going on yeah, in Kansas uh, City because uh, it's going on a lot. And I'm yeah. like, that's going to be called, quote, problematic soon. Oh, yeah. And the Chiefs are going to catch that spotlight. And Chris is the guy I was talking to, guy Chris Catero, who's a bass player for Sodomizing Linda. And he said, I just think people are sick of it. I'm like, I don't think anybody's ever not been sick of it. But that small group of people that tell the NFL, problematic, yep. the NFL will now have to do something about the it, Kansas it City in Chiefs. in Atlanta with Nakahoma. You're not allowed to do any of that. And I don't know if Atlanta still does a whole, oh, 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 oh. Tomahawk Chop. The Tomahawk Chop, do they? Florida State, the it will entire be, time. Yeah, it will be. Florida State has the support of the right. nation, though. They're yeah, going to be on the Seminole only... Nation. Yep. But eventually that is going to be a problem in the heartland of the in United professional States. professional sports. Kansas City doing the oh, oh, oh thing. And being the Chiefs and all that, and I'm like, there's going to be somebody that mouths off about this soon. And I don't care how many people think it's stupid. The second you say to the NFL, we think it's a problem, and they're like, it's not. The word, you're all okay. You're all in favor of genocide and uh, and what happened to the uh, Native American. You're okay with that. And in your pitch, you're you're pushed into a corner. The Chiefs are the Chiefs are next, and they're and they're going to make it so it's. They're going to ban that tomahawk chop at the games or the team will be penalized or fined or something. And then they're going to have to come out and say, we don't want that. I mean, the Indians, if you look at the history of the Cleveland Indians, the reason they were named the Indians is because they had the very first Native American baseball player. It was a tribute to him, his suggestion. Nobody looked into that part. That doesn't matter. Nobody looked into the part of why they yeah, were called that. That doesn't now, matter. Over time, things change and stuff. So you get rid of Wahoo, which I still think is the greatest mascot. I love that history. mascot. Yeah. And all right, all right, I'll give you that if you're upset. But the Cleveland Indians were meant to be, and were uh, approved by the guy they were naming it after. So you're the, we're the Cleveland Indians because of you. Like you're the first one, and that was back when saying Indians was okay, and it was never a slur. It wasn't the right thing, but it's what we did. But I'm waiting for that Chiefs thing to happen because as I was watching that yesterday, I wasn't uncomfortable with it. I just thought, oh, no. Don't well, the, celebrate too loudly. Yeah, and imagine now they go in the crowd and then they'll identify somebody. This guy yeah. over here was doing the chop. One dude decides to show up Canceled. with a feather in his hat. President of this company. <laughs> well, didn't they ban fans with uh, headdresses they in did. Cleveland? I'll tell you what. Um, I know it's Florida State and they have the Seminole Tribe behind them. I couldn't believe how many fans. No, oh, they could do the floor black, paint white, and that the, had yeah. the headdress. They wore the and, hats. Yeah, <laughs> it'll it'll come around. I, I said it'll be the uh, the Kansas City Cyclones by 2030. That's my prediction. We got about seven, eight more years of Kansas City Chiefs. Because eventually, the word "chief" is going to turn into a thing. <laughs> because I can't White, believe it hasn't. I, I can't either. Because Whitey has actually abused Chief too much. What's up, Chief? <laughs> Brady said it to an Indian once in Flagstaff, and that was 20 years ago, and you almost got killed. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really? On a porch, right? <laughs> the wrong chief. It was out front of a restaurant. He was, he was a homeless guy, but I didn't know. And I said, uh, here you go. Yeah, chief. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the res. <laughs> here you go, chief. Hey, you dickhead. I hate you. I just gave you five wampum, Chief. I don't need you yelling at me. This guy. <laughs> but yeah, I was watching that Chiefs game, and I'm like, eh, that's next. Kansas City can't have that many white people doing, whoa, 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 and the crowd is just lily white across the board. Double, and, double yeah, chops. And Romo and uh, Nance didn't say anything, and I'm like, well, we're going we're gonna to get, I mean, the Tommy Hawk chop by itself in this day and age is going to draw the eyes. I, again, like 95% of the, of the world don't care. Indians don't care. But the one group that does, we'll talk to the money.
Because right. it's the 5% of people that go, all right. And, and they'll corner the NFL by saying we think it's racist. And we know it's racist because it is. Because kind of, if you, put, you know, if you take it out of context of the fun of sport, it is racist. If I walked up to an Indian and went, hey, big fan. Yeah. And they'd be like, hey, asshole. He'd start <laughs> swinging. I'm a so fan. that's how you know when it's racist is if you can't do it. If I walked over to the you know, talking stick and went, I love this place. Oh, they'd be like, all right, sir, you're outnumbered. You're like Custer. That depends, John. Did Denver play at home yesterday? They didn't. No. Because all I wanted to know is if they were yelling dinger, dinger <laughs> right, right. in the stadium. That'd be great, though. I had dinner at Kai out on the reservation the other night, and I did get excited at one point. Oh, yes, it's good. Oh, Talking to you, you yeah. liked it. and they're like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey!" That's they liked me until I do that. But that's how you know when it's racist. Would you do that outside of Kansas City Stadium, outside of Seminole Stadium, if you just liked something with an Indian? Would you? Probably not. No, you would not. And that's when that's when the argument. And again, I don't care. But that's when the argument has legs, and that's when money goes. Okay, Budweiser, uh, FanDuel. All these giant people who are like NFL, you got to do something about this because it does, we can't tie to this. It is racist. So yeah, what are we going to do? You wouldn't definitely. I thought after the Chiefs scored, I mean, I can't believe they let, they had the fire and a blanket over it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. and, <laughs> and then like, that's a little. And the worst part is it's the wolf, and he has no <laughs> business out there. What's that wolf doing out there? But yeah, I was waiting for that one to become a problem because I was kind of like. I don't want it to be, and I don't want to be the guy who says it is. I, I want it to be worse. You, you guys know me by now. If I could get more bigotry in my sports, I'll take it. I find it hysterical. I don't want racism. I want some of this uncomfortable, you know, bigotry stuff. I think it's great. I think Wahoo was the funniest thing oh, in the man. world because it made woke white women uncomfortable. That's when I'm happy. Your race can be your race. When a woke white woman starts getting mad, I know we've done something right. So the Chiefs and the Redskins are, are, are Chiefs. Who? And the, 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 oh, hey, hey, hey. What? What? Hey. What? Oh. What? Oh, we'll be right back. Oh, oh no. So the, so the Chiefs and the Braves are the only ones left, right? Yeah, Chiefs that and Braves. Haven't been uh, yelled at to change. Blackhawks. Yeah. Oh, that's true, too. But yeah. that's only one guy, so I don't know if that's bad. Blackhawks? There's only one guy? It's one man. Blackhawk is a man. He's a chief. It's one dude. Hmm. That's where Whitey is wrong, and now see now it's racist. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Blackhawk is a dude. Yeah, that's then if it's one dude. How can it be pluralized for a team? Well, because the team is the Blackhawks. Mm. They're all a bunch of him. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It's like being the Cosby's. Mm. There's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's that Chief. It's, I think it was Chief Blackhawk. It all may not be Whitey's Chief, but it was. You know, anyway. I'm trying to find it. Actually. He was named yeah. after one guy. He's yeah. a, a of uh, some tribe that. I don't know at all. I know none of the history of it. I just know the, the sports teams they tribute to him. <laughs> well, just one dude. He was how long has it been? Fifteen years since St. John's became the Redmen. Yeah, or not the they're Red not the Redmen. Red, the uh, Red Storm. Red Storm. That's yeah. it. Yeah, because they used to be the Redmen. The, the Red Syracuse Hawks. Orangemen had to yes. change because yep. of women. Yeah, because their basketball team couldn't be the Lady Orangemen anymore. I'm like, why not? Uh, Scott Haynes says I'm more offended by the. Crimson Tide. Ugh. Ugh. The whole team named after periods. He's right. He also is worried about you, Brady, because the word parlay is so close to sounding like a de- delicious dessert. It does. <laughs> yeah. You're going to order up a ton I used of those. I love that peanut butter parlay. Peanut butter parlay. I got a three team parlay. Oh, sprinkles. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> That's a bad Oh, the peanut butter parlay. Stupid bears. That's got to be it. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, and then uh, and then Scott makes another good point. How long uh, until us short people get the Giants to change their name? <laughs> That's a good point. I'm just waiting. That Chiefs thing had me yesterday, and I was like, I don't know if this is going to last too long because it was uncomfortable thinking somebody out there is going to wreck it because it is a fun chant. I used to love that when Atlanta was good, and I. You know, the Cubs stunk, but I liked when Atlanta was good because those playoff games, when that crowd would get going with that thing, they give them those little foam Tommy shots. Yeah. That thing can be uh, oh. distracting to the other team. You, It's so loud. And uni- yeah, like in unison, it is just – it's a explosion of sound. It's, it's incredible. But, again, ask yourself, would you do that to a group of Indians? 
and have them go, thank you. Big fan of the yeah, Navajo. Do, do you think? Uh, yeah, 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 you wouldn't do it. So that's how you know, deep down, it's racist. And I would talk redskin football with the Indians, and none of them seem to be upset about it. Well, it seems like we get emails on that all the time. Like, I don't They're care. Big I'm, fans. I'm Native American. I yeah. don't care. Yeah, but I'm not going to call them redskins because they didn't play. Be careful. Didn't want to change the subject, but Uh-oh. guy says, uh, "John, I've been listening to you guys since I moved here from Globe Sorry. in 2000." Yes, Globe, Good I move. know. Then Friday, I listened to you, and you relate a story about swallowing a tooth or something <laughs> from a woman in Payson. Yeah. Well, this past weekend, I went Aww. to Payson. Went to a couple of bars, and I got to tell you, you were in my brain. Every <laughs> goddamn woman I looked at, I wondered. Is she the one that lost a tooth? Is she the one that lost a tooth? No way. Don't know if I can go back now, John, because I'm scarred. I was 17. This is a long time ago. So she's dead by now. She died of an overdose. She's in Payson. There's no old Payson lady. There's no such thing as an old lady who lived her whole life. You don't think she gave someone else a tooth? That girl's dead now. It wasn't a full tooth. It was a filling or... Your whatever you called. wasn't big enough to be a tooth. It was was either a chunk of... I was on my back. She was on top of me, kissing me, and something went in. And it wasn't like something that could slide right down. My tongue stopped it like, uh-oh, foreign object. By the way, don't Google tonsil stone. Yeah, because be if that was what that was. Those stink, though, don't they? Oh, yeah. I'm going to taste it something. It could have been her pinch of skull. No. She covered it up with the Marlboros. <laughs> yeah, she didn't. It, it might have been. The, smokes, the smoke might have cleared up the flavor of the tonsil stone. All right, enough. <laughs> was her name Jessica? You know Somebody oh, actually oh, hit us up. No. Oh. Okay, all right. <laughs> People know. Some guy Steve People asked guessing. that one. Because <laughs> that girl's tooth fell out in my mouth, too. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it wasn't a tooth. I didn't notice the whole tooth. In fact, I'd have stopped. It was a full tooth. Here's your bicuspid. And then I had to, because she was, uh, I had to tell her, you have to go. <laughs> she was an idiot. She was an idiot. No, I, I don't know what it was, but thanks for reminding me. I told that tale Friday and then. No, it wasn't. And if you had a girl with a tooth that fell into your throat, it's probably I her name too. Probably, yeah. I don't actually don't remember no? this girl's name. I think I might, but I'm not real confident with it. I, uh, uh-uh. it's like Taylor or something like that, but that's not right. Doesn't sound right. No. Ah, uh, it'll come to me <laughs> if I just keep thinking of swallowing that tonsil swab. <laughs> Uh, sorry, one of my antibiotic packs fell out of a hole in the back of my mouth. Uh, one of my skull bandits fell in there. Can you loogie that back up for me? (laughs) I'm going to need that. Am I going to get sick? No, but you're not going to have any babies. I have to leave, Helga. (laughs) Your birth control is in your spit duct? (laughs) Yep. They had it in my tongue. They had it in there because I take so much of that man goo in my mouth. All right. Anyway what you get when you stay at the night's end. All right, thanks for bringing that back up. I was making a point about the Kansas City know, Chiefs sorry. and you people being racist. I got to think of that flavor-packed dental aid I got. The guy does say, he says, I know it's not the same, but does that mean we can't use dueling banjos for hillbillies anymore? Hillbillies, look, Whitey won. Guys, we have to stop the, well, if they've the got BET, where's white television? It's called NBC. <laughs> all network television always been white. We won. So, I mean, to be indignant and yell back, well, we got our own channel too then. No, we don't. I don't understand why people want to segregate themselves after fighting so hard to not be segregated. But Whitey won. So, yes, hillbillies are fair game. We can't say the N-word. NBC's the white network. Look at Friends. For God's sakes, we had Friends. And guess what? Friends was a stolen show off of a uh, living single. It's the same show. One was black people. It's the same show. Three black girls in an apartment across the hall. There were three uh, black guys, and they all lived in New York together. And they, It's the same show. And then NBC said, you know, I'd love this. White people, if there weren't so many blacks in it. <laughs> and they made friends. It's the same thing. So we've stolen. We've done our job. Look, we won. That's the fight. So stop fighting back. Well, if they can do that, what about hillbillies? Hillbillies are hilarious. Let's not be bad. And allow. I don't want to relate to. Do you want that to be representative of your race? Don't you dare make fun of them white people. Like, are right. you kidding? Make fun of them all day. They're everything I never want to be. Yes, the dueling banjos. 
That's a group of people I don't associate as my race. Unfortunately, they're kind of tied to me. Racism is the leading cause of racism is race. The faster you get rid of the jerk-offs in your race and say they're not part of it. Trim the 10%. Yeah, tr- okay, just start. <laughs> stop associating your whole race as one thing. If, if all white people were something I were proud of, Ugh. have you seen white people doing stuff? Have you seen Florida? No, thanks. There isn't a good race out there. Not one. They're loaded with trouble. Every single one of them. There are good people and there are bad people. Individuals, not races. And that goes for the racist and the person who's trying to associate all things to their one race. We as white people, uh -uh. Mm uh-uh. You don't represent Uh me. I don't know what you're doing. And if dueling banjos is on your list of things to save... Because it's culturally yours, you can have it. Reset. (laughs) Dueling banjos representation of what we are as people. My good Christ. (laughs) You know, you're a white man like me. I'm like, don't. Mm -mm. Gets me every time when I hear it. (laughs) Start weeping. One thing I don't understand completely is the black national anthem. Because if we got that, in the interest of all things, we got to have a Mexican one. You got to have a Chinese one. You yeah. got to have also an Indian one. And that'll one. eventually create more unity. Yeah, well, that's the that's exactly. Right, you're, yeah. you're breaking right. it up to be more unified. It doesn't make <laughs> any sense. And that to me is the most divisive thing. And it's not against black people, it's against no. the idea that says, "Hey, separate us so we can yeah. be equal." It's like that right. doesn't make any thing. If right. someone wants to redo it for the entire nation, you know, saying, We'd all okay, have to have a vote. Sure, put Kanye on it. Yeah. Let him nope. let him come up with something. <laughs> sure, come no. on now. Why not? We got one already. Eh, come on, Look, give him a you shot. You can be mad at it all you want. Do like a We Are the World collab. You Stop. know, get everyone in it. No one will ever be happy with it. Are you, you kidding me? You think this nation would ever be behind a new I national I think you get Saw Weedy in it. <laughs> oh, Saw Weedy doing one. Now you're talking. But I don't think you can afford that. George Strait. Just a mix. <laughs> People would be stupid. Why can't Dua Lipa do it? Well, she's British. So? Right. Dua Lipa do ours. Yeah, no, we've got a national anthem. It, uh, the history of our country is a little questionable, but as are all of them. But the best thing about our country is every time we have something that we've done terribly wrong, we've tried to rectify it. Takes some time sometimes. Most nations don't. I was watching that 9-11 special about Afghanistan and what's happened. Did you see all the beheadings this weekend? Oh. Taliban said, oh, we're going to keep it cool, guys. Except for these journalists, these interpreters, the Get folks, these- the, the leader of the yeah. police – the guy who was uh, in charge of the – they're chopping their heads off and plopping them down in their chests and dancing around. They're back. So if Get you, these if, two commercial flights yeah. out of here, and then we'll get anybody who can't get on them. Right. Yeah. We'll get, we'll they get are chopping here. heads off. Like, like a slap chop going like, on. Like a 2 a.m. Oh. infomercial. Vince is there. Yeah. 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 He minces, he dices, he slices. Look at the infidel's head pops right off. Huh. Hey, Twitter world in Afghanistan. I'm O.J. Simpson for Afghani Taliban knives. These things is fast. I wish I had one of these. <laughs> i tell you what. Right through. Look at that. So, yeah. So, the more you bitch about this place, the more you're not paying attention to anything else. And I fear that no one is paying attention because uh, I don't know if you guys noticed or heard at all, but Saturday was the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Did you hear about about it? No. Didn't you know? I woke up and turned Channel 3's news on, and they decided that there was no news at all happening. I was like, no babies drowning or car accidents to yell about. So, it was just all 9-11 coverage. And uh, they showed... A rather sad thing where people were going up reading the names of the lost at Tempe Town Lake, I think. And there was like a guy there, one dude, and people just going up reading names and some biker sitting there just for the free hot dog. And then so there was nobody there. And that was sad. But they did the climb and they did some events that were great. Uh, But then Channel 3 decided to say every single one of our news anchors is going to tell a story of where they were. On 9-11, because we need to know where Scott Passmore was on 9-11. And every single one of them, it was pre-taped, started with, I was in my kitchen, and of course at approximately 5.60 or 5.56 in the morning, a plane ran into the world. We know what happened. Where were you? That's the question was, where were you? When I asked Brett, where were you on 9-11 when we asked Friday, and you said, I was eating cereal in the kitchen. You didn't say, well, I had woken up on a beautiful morning, and of course- Everything seemed normal. Then a plane crashed into the world. We know what happened. All of them. Javier Soto's was the most embarrassing because he went on and said he was working in a newsroom. 
And he goes, and we watched the first plane go into the towers. And he said, and everybody was just kind of trying to figure out what had happened. What, you know, we're trying to gather the news. And then he said, then a second one went in. And when the world stopped working, the newsroom kicked into action. And I fell in love with news. Oh, <laughs> wow. God. That's, that's your story. There. Yourself. And you've, that you was made, the day I loved my job. That's the day you found joy in work. You prick. I fell in love with news that day because when the world stopped working, we went to work. You didn't do anything. You were watching CNN. Here's the thing. Without the towers falling, you'd have gone to work. (laughs) You were still there. You were still at work. You'd have have loved news because a baby fell in a pool and didn't get out in time. You vulture. You bone marrow sucking vulture. That's when I fell in love with news. I wish that happened every day. You dick. Yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. And then you wait, and they're like, you know, the Diamondbacks, they were running out of stuff. Diamondbacks won a world championship 20 years ago, shortly after the right. World Trade Center. They had somebody saying that, I think it was Luis Gonzalez, who they called Luis. The girls in the thing didn't know. Yeah. It was. Oh, jeez. And then we turned to Luis Gonzalez, who hit the game-winning hit. They were in the, 10 in 2001. Better still, I think it was Luis, and I may be wrong. He's like, uh, during, the, uh, during the World Series, we went down to the uh, to Ground Zero to pay tribute. Uh, fire smoldering, uh, people. And I'm like, the fires were out by late yeah, that October. Was, that was almost November. Yeah, maybe there was a some dust-ups, but pretty sure the fires were out by then. <laughs> uh, you might be lying. The fire's still blazing. The plane the plane fuel's still in the air. I'm like, mm-mm, none of that's real. You were, It was November, for God's sakes, when you were there. October 30th, 31st, November. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then November 2nd. They go the for two months. Yeah, the fires were, were, yeah. But, you know, and then, of course, they're like, and then on uh, September 11th, during baseball, Luis Gonzalez had to tell me that planes hit the tower, too. So I'm thinking to myself as I'm watching all this, I'm like, this is overkill. Inescapable. I had lunch with a friend of mine, and I told him while the waitress was there, uh, I said, have you heard that it's the 20th anniversary of 9-11? And he goes, oh, my God, I... Because we were both kind of blown away at how overkill it had gotten. And the waitress said, I just realized it was September 11th about an hour ago. And it's like the 20th anniversary. I'm like, yeah, she's maybe 30. And as she walked to the table, she heard Colin mention Rudy Giuliani. And she goes, that name's familiar. Why? And we're like, all right. Jeez. You're not going to care. We could tell you he was Yogi Bear's ranger, and you'd walk away just fine with that info. If you don't know now. What's the point? Great waitress, though. Talk me into the Sunday. Nice. I, I ate bad this weekend. Uh, what's, what do you got in the big board of musical treats there? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Josh and the boys were hitting me up. They, they were showing us pictures. They were out in New Mexico oh. riding this weekend and uh, just tearing it up out there. So We didn't send the pictures because they sent them to you and I. They sent them to Brady because a deer stopped them they were driving to their cabin and a deer stopped in front of uh i don't, I don't think it was josh's car but josh stopped in the yeah. action ride shop super van it's the mystery mobile of the it action is ride actually shop. Yeah. yeah and uh so they stop and this deer standing on the road and it won't move and so they try to go around it and then stop and it puts its head in the window and the next thing you know the dude's giving it trail mix which is a <laughs> terrible idea <laughs> but and then they open now it up. knows it's just going to stop a car it's been doing Maybe. it it's been doing it yeah so it's it opened they opened the van door and the thing was getting in I'm like cool I'll catch a ride with you cats <laughs> and <then laughs> beach walking they're like feeding it. and then the very next picture is a guy working a grill and I'm like ooh poor timing <laughs> I think maybe you should have done a couple in between happy there. ending yeah they look like they're having a blast oh, man, I wanted to go beautiful too. where are they the, where was it Angel Fire out oh. in New Mexico it's up by Taos it I looked guess. amazing yeah it looked pretty great kind of a sausage fest lots of dudes in a cabin oh yeah it's all dudes yeah it's but all dudes it looked amazing but yeah so if you're if you want to head out on the trails you may you can kind of hit up josh and the boys over there at action ride shop in mesa they will take care of you check them out online on their brand new website actionrideshop.com as well as on instagram and facebook yeah. uh flogging molly on here uh some some gambling songs acdc money talks head wow. pe pay me uh motorhead the chase is better than the catch uh, and then we got Parkway Drive, Volbeat, Avenged Sevenfold, All That Remains. That's deep philosophy from Lemmy. Yeah. And it's true. It is. Especially in the world of gambling. Chasing's more fun Which than is the catch. really what it comes down to, actually. Yeah. Uh, I don't care, Brett. Pick one. You uh, go. Well, what the hell? Let's do that Motorhead song. All right. Done. Anytime you got Motorhead on the board, I'm not going to complain.
I'm not complaining. Yeah. People are emailing about the Black National Anthem. That's not meant to start a thing. Especially because the people emailing are all mad that it's a thing. I just don't get why. And then it got played at a couple of... uh, Well, again, I mean, if you do that, you kind of have to do it for everybody, don't you? You should if there is. I mean, if you're interested in equality and everybody being represented and... Isn't that kind of what the National Anthem was? Yeah. If you don't want to be part of the National Anthem, that's fine. Again, I've always, I'm a proponent of just cutting it from sporting events. It doesn't need to be part of it, especially now that it's an odd divisive thing, which I don't get. I don't get it at all. But again, who am I to to get it? I understand what's going on. I just don't understand it. Like the whole aftermath. I get why it's happening. I just don't understand the reactions. So... Don't don't be part of it. I guess that's fine. I just think sports should cut it out. At this point, it's just it's not worth it. And people barely make it through that in the first place. You know, the the you get up something. Everybody's kind of confused. You just stare where a flag might be. I'm fine with standing up and paying tribute and all that. But it hasn't been part of sports. It hasn't been as traditional as people think. Uh, it became that, but it can be something we stop because we can't behave. You take Let's it away. just stop that and uh, the entire stadium stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> oh, good Christ. Half <laughs> of them won't know it. That would just go, <laughs> noise. And you have one guy that won't say flag, but something that sounds like it. Pledge of Allegiance to the... F- <laughs> <laughs> 100%. You know, some dick. It's like, shut up, asshole. Next thing you know, there's a fight in the stands because dude rhymed flag. We, Sun, we, another it's, it's, Sons and Four guy. Look, the national anthem is the is our parents saying, all right, you guys can't behave. I'm taking it away from you. Well, I was behaving. Yeah, it's not fair for one bad apple. If we can't behave, we just won't do it anymore. Now, get back to the game. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> all united on that one. Not a single person saying in the crowd that that's a bad idea. Crazy. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.